Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I am with you today to talk a little bit about work boundaries. So this is something that a couple different folks have requested recently, specifically on one hand, how to leave work at work, and on the other hand, how to work in a more mindful manner so that we're not rushing, we're not missing details. So first of all, work in general is something that our society holds in a very strange regard sometimes. Often we talk about the hours we work in a way that's almost bragging of it. You know, oh, I put in a 12-hour day today, or I worked 60 hours this week. And it's almost worn as a badge of pride. And if we take a step back from that and start to see that, yes, this is really glorified sometimes in our culture, but is it actually glorified in our own internal experience? That's something that we need to ask ourselves. If you love your job and you're super passionate about your work, first of all, way to go, way to make that happen. Um, Second of all, you might find that putting in those long hours and those long weeks is really satisfying and nourishing to you and maybe it's very conducive to the life you want to live. However, most people find that putting in those really long hours actually isn't nourishing to them, and it takes away from other meaningful interactions, such as time spent with family and friends, time spent in stillness and introspection, and time spent doing enjoyed hobbies. So, I guess, and to start into this conversation, my first question for you is, how much are you working and how much of that is necessary, right? How much of that pressure is put on you by yourself versus actually an expectation for your job? And if you're in a place of privilege, you might realize, oh, I put a lot of this pressure on myself. You might, however, realize that, no, this is just the nature of where you're at right now. You really cannot you know, step back from those hours that you're putting in without uh, risking your basic needs in the process. So if you do have the ability to step back, then I would encourage you to consider what would it look like on a daily basis to just step back a little bit. How important is it that you spend those extra hours, that you set those short deadlines that you go so above and beyond? How many people is that impacting in a positive, sincere way as compared to if you spent that time doing something else, interacting with people in a different manner? When it comes to this busyness at work, we often find ourselves rushing through it and maybe we miss important details and in the process make more work for ourselves as we have to go back later. So on that front, what I would encourage is building a habit of pausing. And this pause does need to be very intentional to start because it won't necessarily feel natural. So if you spend a lot of time at the computer, for example, 
you might say, every three emails, I'm going to pause. I'm going to take a deep breath, close my eyes. Exhale that breath out. And then re-engage. The pause does not need to be a dramatic thing. It can be a single breath. The important thing is that the pause is consistent. So every three emails, maybe that equates to about every you know, 10, 15 minutes. You might actually set a timer for yourself for every 10 or 15 minutes so that when that timer goes off, you force yourself to step back from what you're doing, inhale and exhale. Maybe you take a moment to observe, okay, where am I at in this process? How do I want to re-engage with this? That might sound a little weird to start, and if you, you know, work in a compact setting at work, your cubicle neighbors might be like, "Why do they have their, you know, a timer going off every 15 minutes?" But I promise you, it will make a huge impact. As soon as you start doing this pause, you'll notice that you're moving through your day more consciously, that you're not just on autopilot. And that consciousness, that awareness is what brings more mindfulness into whatever you're working with at the moment. All right, so mindful pausing, that is my first tool for you this episode. The second thing that I want to talk about is that whole idea of how do I leave work at work? How do I actually step out of the office and stop thinking about it and especially stop actually working on it at that point in the day? And again, not necessarily in the same way as setting a timer for pausing, but again, it comes down to establishing a habit. And this habit I'm going to actually refer to as a ritual. So a ritual to end your workday consciously and very clearly. So for example, I used to live 35 minutes away from where I worked and my drive home was that ritual. In the car, I would let my mind kind of wander and think about work for a while, um, maybe mentally catalog a to-do list for that next morning when I wrote, arrived back at work. And halfway through the drive, I would turn on music and I would allow myself to kind of begin to ease out of the work mindset and into a freer mindset of, okay, I'm moving into my evening. If you don't have a drive that's long enough to do that on, then maybe you set up a different ritual for yourself. As soon as you leave the office and get home, you change into a different outfit, right? You change out of your work clothes and into different clothes. That simple thing can cue to you, okay, I'm, I'm in a different zone right now. Maybe you walk the dog or walk yourself. Maybe there's a podcast that you play as you walk, or maybe you walk in silence. Maybe you call a friend, right? But that ritual, doing it every single day, can really be what draws the line. And it, it starts to cue to your body and your mind, hey, we're done with this for the day. We're moving on to something else. And it allows there to be a little bit of a buffer before you directly engage with maybe the rest of your family or whatever tasks you have set out for yourself at home that night. My other bit of advice is to not bring work home, like in a very literal sense. As a public educator, I used to go to and from work with a huge bag filled with papers and books and all sorts of materials. And 
I literally bought a different bag, a small bag. I can fit my laptop in it, my grade book, and my thermos of coffee, and that's it. And the reason I did that was because I don't have the ability to just pile in all of the papers and take them home, right? I'm literally not allowing myself to take work home. So see if you can do that for yourself. Are there any things that you can just leave at the office? Maybe your work laptop, you say, no, that stays at the office. Uh, maybe you delete your work email from your phone or turn off notifications for it. Even if you're like, oh, I have to have that. It's actually a work phone. Well, maybe in the evening you just turn off notifications and in the morning you turn those notifications on again, right? It takes a little bit of work to disengage from our work and we have to prioritize that. If we don't take those actions, then all of a sudden we see that little red notification pop up on the phone and we click into the app and we're reading a work email before we've even realized that we've picked up the phone. So literally in any way possible, leave work in the space that is work. If you work from home, set up an, an area that is not your primary living space. I know a lot of us are working from home right now. So that might mean you set up in a weird nook or cranny of your house that you don't interact with often so that you don't see your work at the kitchen table as you're cooking dinner or eating dinner. Um, you surely do not want to see it in your bedroom where hopefully your mind can get a complete break and allow you to reset before re-engaging the next day. So leaving work at work in a very literal sense. All right, so that's where I'm going to leave things today. So a quick recap, uh, the art of pausing throughout the day, making it a habit, whether by setting a timer or some other sort of structure for yourself. Additionally, making a ritual for yourself as you leave work at the end of the day. And finally, doing what you can to leave work in your actual location of work. I hope this is helpful. I hope you can find a little bit more ease as you navigate your work slash personal life. And if you have any questions or concerns, if you try any of these strategies out and have something to report back, I would love to hear all about it. All right. Thank you so much. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at Brooke underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.